Entrepreneur on Fire 737. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade free. Hard drives break, computers crash, and laptops get stolen. But with Backblaze Online Backup, you'll have peace of mind all the time. Listeners get a free trial today at backblaze.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Rachel Martin. Rachel, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> yes. Rachel is the vice president of Blogging Concentrated, the writer behind the successful site FindingJoy.net, and a regular contributor to the Huffington Post, a speaker and author with her book, The Dear Mom Letters, set to be released in the fall of 2014. Rachel, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so take a minute and share a little bit more about you personally and on the biz side. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. So me personally, I'm a mom. I've got seven kids, which people are always like, whoa, what's that all about? But yes, I do. And I love being a mom, which is kind of the the, uh, heart behind my site, FindingJoy.net. It is a site where I write about the motherhood journey, and I am all about that there is no real, um, there's no perfect, there's only real. So I just share that passion for it. And I've got posts that have, you know, over 100,000 Facebook likes. And it's really because I want to resonate with these women. I want to resonate with them and say, you know what? You are enough. And then I'm also a uh, the vice president and partner in Blogging Concentrated. It is a nationwide blogging conference series. I travel like, I don't know, it's like every 10 days all over the country. And the whole passion of that is to turn good bloggers into great and profitable uh, professional bloggers. And I also co-host the Amplify podcast. So you can find out now that I don't like a lot of sleep. So I like to be busy <laughs> all the time. So that is thanks to my love of Starbucks. And like you said, I write for Huffington Post and I've got a book coming out and I do public speaking as well. So just a couple things on the uh, to-do list. Yeah, let me try to catch up right here. I want to first talk about the seven kids because I think it's really funny whenever Kate and I are going to conferences or people are interviewing us together, there's always like John and Kate plus eight. And we're like, whoa, oh, yeah. <laughs> what would eight kids actually look like? And, you know, it's hard to imagine now that we have our little apartment here in San Diego looking over the bay. I mean, I don't even think we could fit one kid in here. But, you know, the reality is, I mean, seven kids, 10 kids, bring them on, right? Uh, that's right. You know, I always tell people, though, it's not like they all entered my world at one day. So you just kind of assimilate to it like, whoa, I have seven kids all of a sudden. <laughs> so you just do what you got to do. Uh, I love that. There's a lot of analogies I can use there, Rachel, but we're going to drive on. We're okay, going to drive <laughs> on. Let's move forward. <laughs> into a success quote or a mantra that you just really enjoy and kind of expound upon how you apply that quote or mantra to your life. Okay, well, because I sometimes like to bend the rules, I'm going to tell you two. The first one is by Winston Churchill. It's never, ever, ever give up. And I have had that on my refrigerator for about 10 years now, just a magnet. And I look at it because it's so easy sometimes to stop what we're doing and think, okay, I'm done today. And the second one is a Japanese proverb, fall seven times, get up eight. And I love that because, again, sometimes we stop at the stumbling blocks or the roadblocks. My business partner, uh, Dan R. Morris, when he was on, he probably talked about Randy Pausch and his last lecture where there is these stumbling blocks or roadblocks, and so many people stop. 
And I truly believe that instead of stopping, we should push through and move around it and keep going forward. So that is really my mindset with my life and how I approach business and how I live um, every day. So I wonder if that second quote has any inner meaning with you. I mean, fall seven times, get up eight. You have seven kids. (laughs) Seven is good. Seven is done. It's perfect. But, you know, I think what it is for me really is just this idea of, it's not falling. Like I always tell moms on my site, like you're not failing um, because that's one of the posts that I had go viral was this letter about failing. Like you have never failed. Your track record for success is still 100% because every morning you get up and you keep going. And sometimes we don't see that power in ourselves to continue and to press on. Well, what I love about that is it really focuses on the journey that we're on. It's not like we're hitting these mini destinations as we go forward. It's this continuous journey, and we always push the bar forward as entrepreneurs. And just hearing you, Rachel, continue to add more things to your plate with the podcast and writing for Huffington Post and blogging concentrated and and all this great stuff is because you really get that, and I love that. And that's really the point and the essence of Entrepreneur on Fire is taking you, Rachel, our guest today, and analyzing that journey. Journey and how you've gotten to where you are right now. And Rachel, we always do start with a story and that story is always focused around failure or a struggle or an obstacle slash challenge that you faced at some point in your journey. Now you choose, Rachel, the story is yours to choose, but take us there, take us to that moment in time. And then let's talk about the lessons learned. All right. So I'm going to tell you a story that I've never told anybody before. Oh, I so love when my I guests thought, say that. I thought, you know, what better time to just tell a story about my childhood. So I here's the story. When I was in seventh grade, I cheated on a test. I remember it was a history test. Somebody gave me all the answers and I memorized them and all of that. And then I took the test and I remember th- sitting there thinking, why in the world did I cheat on this? Why did I need all these answers? And I, I had this like lack of accomplishment and filling it in. And then another friend called me out on it and said, did you cheat on that test? You'll never accomplish anything. And it just hit me at a deep level, so deep that when I was going through your questions, I thought, whoa, why, where did that story come from? But what I realized about it is, is I don't want to go through life cutting corners like that and cheating when I could just exceed and excel. So I like to play by the rules and exceed expectations. I like to know what there is in the parameters and then look at why can't I do more than that? But not that kind of cheating, bending the rules in that way. So it really uh, made a life lesson to me about setting my mind to um, exceeding and doing my best. So Rachel, I kind of want to dive into this and... What I really want to do with this story and with this kind of mentality that you carried forward, how have you applied that to other situations in your life when you could have taken a shortcut, where you could have cheated, where you could have you know, had something that would have been less fulfilling because you didn't really dig down and do it yourself? Where else did you apply this in your life? Well, in many different places. I do a lot of Facebook marketing and Facebook strategy for people. And so many people complain about the rules of Facebook and tell me like, well, what if we do this and we bend it? And I'm like, you know what? Facebook has these algorithms and rules in place for a reason. Let's understand them to the best we can because we know they're going to change them in three weeks anyways. So let's figure them out and let's figure out how we can maximize potential with it. So it's pretty much anything and everything that I do. Instead of looking and thinking, wow, there's no answers. I can't complete it. I just like to go into the mindset of why not or what else can I do in this situation? So when I, I used to merchandise for Pier 1 and instead of just deciding I'm going to go and just do it to this limit. I thought, what can I do that goes above and beyond at this point? So it is frustrating for me, Rachel, when I hear these entrepreneurs who are just complaining like, wow, wow, like Facebook is changing the rules. It's not fair. Look what Google did with Penguin and Panda, XYZ. And I'm like, 
whoa, whoa, wait a second. Like it's because of these amazing companies like Facebook and Google and Pinterest that we have these unbelievable opportunities. Why Rachel Martin in Minnesota can have a post shared a hundred thousand times or liked a hundred thousand times. That's because of the opportunities that we have before us. Now let's use these opportunities to the best of their and our abilities and not sit here and complain about them. I mean, that's the exact opposite attitude, Fire Nation, that you need to be taking in anything in life. That's the mentality of a loser, whereas Rachel is <laughs> saying, hey, this is what winners do. Winners win in the ball game that they're placed into. Rachel, when you get subbed in and, and the ball game's going, you're going to play by those rules, and I am too, because that's how you can actually play the game. So I love that mentality. That's what I took out of it, Rachel. But what I want you to do as we wrap up this failure segment, what is the one thing that you want Fire Nation to really take away and to implement into our lives, into our journey from that kind of aha moment you had within that failure? Well, I think it really is this, is constantly being um, consistent in your actions and not looking for the, like you and I were talking about, the easy way out. Because sometimes, you know, those easy way outs, they don't lead to long-term success. If you want success, you have to build upon it and build upon it. And if you're stuck complaining in the sidelines about it, then chances are somebody is out there doing exactly what you should be doing. Like I tell my kids, imagine if Edison had decided he was going to stop inventing the light bulb the time before he invented it. So there's this mentality I have in my head. It's that whole proverb too about getting up again about even if you fail or even if you fall down, it's not a definition of success. It's just another opportunity to stand up and to keep going. Fall seven times, get up eight, Fire Nation. And Rachel, let's just take this mentality and swing it to the other end of the spectrum. And this time, I want you to tell us a story, but this story is going to be about a light bulb moment that you had, an aha moment that you said, wow, this is me, Rachel Martin, hear me roar. What was that story, Rachel? Tell us that story and let's kind of walk through the steps you took to turn that idea, that aha moment into success. Okay, so my site is called Finding Joy. And so people always ask me about it. You know, I, I do live that posture. So one time I was driving home and I things were really rough in my life. There's money was tight and just a lot of different things were going on. And I realized at that moment that I was driving, living life on hold. I was living life thinking, if this happens, then I will be happy. And all of a sudden I realized that the other thing that was happening was life was just going by and I was not living in the moment. I was missing out on opportunity because I was consistently thinking if this was to happen, then I would be happy. So I started to live with this posture of learning from my past. There's lots of stuff that we can learn from our past, but if we let that define us, then we're stuck and super planning for my, my future and looking at that and the opportunities that are there and not being afraid to try for something, but also being incredibly profoundly grateful for the gift of now and the moment in now because who knows what's going to happen a week from now. So I don't want to miss out on those moments. So that's the whole posture of finding joy. And that's also what I teach and talk about even in the blog, in blogging concentrated and amplify and all the articles that I write is being profoundly grateful for the gift we have in today. So Rachel, let's really drill into one story that your blog, that your website, that a post that you've made has made an impact on somebody else. I know that you've had a lot of women reach out to you and just say, Rachel, like I'm impacted in this specific way. They've told you their story and why they were impacted. Can you share one of those with Fire Nation and really how that's impacted you moving forward? 
Well, I have a couple, um, but I'm going to actually share one. Uh, you know, I have a post that's got 620,000 Facebook likes, and it's crazy. <laughs> it's about just why being a mom is enough. And I got, you know, email after email after about that. But I have another post. My youngest son, Samuel, has a celiac disease, and I never thought my platform would be a platform that would bring awareness. But I remember thinking, if I can bring hope and healing and awareness to one other mom or one other dad about celiac disease— then all of this journey would be um, kind of like it would validate all the struggle and just putting myself out there. And I tell you, there is not a week that goes by where I do not receive a letter from a mom or a dad saying, because I read about your journey, we have found hope, we've got a diagnosis. And that to me is unbelievable, the power of what we get to do in this social media world. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, this is why we do what we do. This is why we create content that inspires us. This is why we follow our intuitions. The, the, the hand that's been dealt to us, no matter what it may be, if we make the most of it, we can turn any situation into one that inspires not only us and our lives, but so many others. And Rachel, I want you to break it down for Fire Nation because you shared about 15 value bombs in about 15 <laughs> seconds, which you just have the knack for doing, so I commend you for that. But what is the one thing that you want our listeners, the lovely Fire Nation, to walk away with from this? You know, the one thing I really want uh, people to know is the, the value in being authentic and true to yourself. You can look at everybody else, but you can compare but the second you compare, you lose contentment and you lose your focus. So learn from everybody else. Learn from their successes. Learn about their Facebook pages, about their writing, about their business. But at the core and the heart of it is to remain true to your authentic self and to create content or a product or a company that values that and then it resonates with those who love you. So Rachel, the entrepreneurial journey, I mean, let's just be frank here with our listeners. It is just a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, one day you can do a post that gets 650,000 likes. The next day it might get 65 and you're just like, what, what's happening? What's going on? I mean, we are on this, this journey that is just crazy in a lot of different ways. You have seven kids. You have like 17 different jobs going on. How do you, Rachel Martin, keep some semblance of a balance? Of course, it's impossible to keep a balance, but how do you keep some semblance of a balance? And what would be some recommendations that you have for Fire Nation? Well, the biggest thing for balance, which I talk about all the time, is making sure in your day, it goes back to that finding joy, that you take a moment, even if it's 15 minutes that you take for yourself just to recharge. Now, like I said in the beginning, I travel a tremendous amount with Blogging Concentrated, but one of the things that we always try to do is to do something in each city, in each location, that's just fun to kind of celebrate what we're doing. And we do this like doppelganger list where we would like drink a Manhattan in Manhattan or when we were in the Salt Lake, we <laughs> put salt back in the Salt Lake or, you know, ride the trolley and sing rice a all those type of things. And so I look forward to those moments of just like celebrating what we're doing because sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, we could work. I could work 36 hours in a 24-hour day oh, easily. Yeah. So it is hard to put the brakes on and to say, you know what, right now I'm going to turn off all the internet stuff and I'm going to look at my kids and I'm going to read a book. But that is really what refreshes us. It gets the perspective back and it recharges what we need to do. So Rachel, speaking of perspective, let's shift that perspective to today, to present times, because we could talk right now about all the things that you're excited about and it would be a pretty long and awesome chat, <laughs> but we're just going to really drill in on one or two things that really have you fired up today? Oh my goodness, you are talking to a person that can chat and chat. Well, <laughs> a couple things that get me super fired up is 
honestly, sometimes as entrepreneurs, we forget the awesomeness of what we get to do. We kind of just think that it's normal and this is the day to day and we don't need sleep and Starbucks is our friend and all of that. But then every once in a while, I'll step back and I'll have this moment where I am like, whoa, we are getting to do what we want to do and we are changing lives with our business models, what we're doing. And when I have that moment of perspective, it makes me even more profoundly grateful for the freedom to be able to do this and the opportunity to take what is just um, an idea in the head and then implement it and to create change or to create a business model. So Rachel, one thing I like to do with some of my guests is kind of pick their brain a little bit about the future. And you know, you are really living in the present and you're doing a lot of great things. You take time every day to appreciate everything you have around you. But what are you seeing just kind of over that lip? What are you seeing over that ledge? Like what's this thing that you're really excited about as 2015 approaches that you can share with our listeners? Well, there's so many things I'm excited about. And, you know, sometimes I think that just articulating things that you're excited about and what your dreams are is a huge part of getting over that that hurdle of starting. Yeah. So for my, what it is, it's like, you know, sometimes it's just that step to start. And so I, I challenge everybody to articulate the dream to somebody, articulate it, even if it seems really far off, like, whoa, that's never going to happen. Or you're afraid people are going to make fun of you because it's in articulating it that it can become a reality. So for me, like on my bucket list of things that I want to do, I've wanted to speak at TEDx. That has been a goal of mine for a long time. And so I will put it out there that that is a goal. And, you know, I am just excited about my business, this blogging concentrated and the podcast, Amplify podcast that we're doing simply because it is giving back and telling other people like, look, look what you can do with this model, with a, a website and a video or on the podcast and look how you can change lives and not only change lives, but change your own life as well. Wow. So do you have any leads on TEDx? No. <laughs> well, maybe, but now I've put it out there to everybody. <laughs> well, let me just say you just got your first lead, Rachel. Shoot me an email and I'll make an intro. Yes. Yes. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I had no idea that that would even happen, but literally, otherwise it would be stuck in your head. Like nobody would know. And then you'd go to bed thinking, well, how's my dream ever going to happen? But it's in putting it on paper and putting it out there that it can happen. It is so, so powerful, Fire Nation. And Rachel, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Hard drives break, computers crash, and laptops get stolen. It has happened to me at least twice before, and unfortunately, it'll probably happen again in the future. Even though we hate to admit it, we can't control everything. But luckily, we can do a number of things to help prevent the pain and agony that is losing all of our hard work if and when your hard drive breaks, our computer crashes, or laptops get stolen. So why don't we just do it? With resources like Backblaze Online Backup, you're handed peace of mind that all of your hard work is safe and sound, regardless of what happens to your computer. Backblaze can even help track a lost or stolen computer. Plus, Backblaze is easy to use and super affordable, just $5 a month. That's pretty darn reasonable when, in exchange, you're getting peace of mind. Don't risk it. Protect yourself and your business from losing all your hard work with a risk-free, no credit card required trial at backblaze.com slash fire. That's backblaze.com slash fire. 
How many times have we all tried to speak specifically and intelligently about a certain topic, but lack the proper lingo to do so? For example, telling your mechanic that the thingy in the engine is broken probably isn't too helpful. It's the same idea when you're trying to communicate with designers about your project. The more specific you can be about your request, the better the chances are they can meet and exceed your expectations quickly and without needless and costly revisions. 99designs makes this process easy. With a creative brief catered to entrepreneurs and small business owners, They set you up for a successful project where over 900,000 designers compete to deliver you the best design. Sounds pretty cool, right? The best part is, projects start at just $199, and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Rachel, welcome to the Lightning Rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Oh, it sounds like a plan. You wanted me to talk faster (laughs) than I am? (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, Fear of failure. Absolutely. I was afraid of that I would fail. And as you can tell from everything that I've talked about, I have really kicked failure to the curb. And I have decided that I'm going to live in a life that says, why not? I'm going to do this. And actually, to kind of do a little side note and expound, I would like for you to expound upon these answers because of how eloquently fast you do talk. I feel like we can really fit a lot in here. (laughs) So, (laughs) I do talk fast. Sometimes when I'll do uh, interviews or I'll even do videos for my own site, I have on the the screen, slow down. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice that I have gotten about business is one of the things is to serve those who love you because it is very, very easy to get that one negative email or to get somebody that unsubscribes or one of those things and to let that just kind of eat away at you and think, I'm not doing right. I'm not, I'm not measuring up. I'm what's wrong with me. And then what happens? You get one email, then you're not serving 49,999 people who love what you do. So I just look at that like, I get the email, like maybe they weren't right for my audience and that's okay. I'm going to serve everybody else in my audience and give them what they want and need. I actually even have a little bit of a different perspective on that, pushing the ball forward, Rachel, is that I think that if you don't get those emails every once in a while, then you're just not really resonating that powerfully with people. Because if you're trying to resonate with every single person, you're going to resonate with nobody. If you're trying to please everybody, then you're going to really strike at the core of nobody. So when I get those emails every now and then, when people are just like, John, like Entrepreneur Fire doesn't resonate with me for A, B, and C, I'm like, you know what? That means that I am just over-resonating with X, Y, and Z, and that's powerful because there's always, Fire Nation, going to be your 20% of raving fans. You're 60% of people you're looking to move into that raving fan category. But if you're doing things right and if you're living your life passionately and really being honest and transparent with what you believe in, there's always going to be the 20% of people that are the the haters, the lurkers, the the trolls that are out there, and that's okay because all you should care about is that 20% and then expanding into that 60% of, you you know, people that are potentially those raving fans. And Rachel, share one of your personal habits that you believe contribute to your success. 
it's probably truthfully the not um, giving up, but it's the idea of gratitude. I talk about it consistently and constantly. This just being grateful for moments and then not being afraid to put yourself out there. Like one time I was flying from Minneapolis to Nashville via uh, Denver, which is, you know, like a really logical route. But <laughs> anybody that's a entrepreneur or travels a lot, they get that. And as I was sitting on the airplane, I look over and the man next to me was reading this book like Social Media Marketing for Managers. And I thought, whoa, 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 this is awesome. So I opened up my computer and I opened up my work. And then we kind of did that like sneaky glance where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at you. And he's like, I'm looking at your stuff too. And finally, I introduced him. And now this man, we ended up having dinner there, talked business. He is a a friend of mine and somebody that supports me in my business. And I support him in his. And it's so easy sometimes to go through life on hyperdrive, put the headphones in, not look at anybody else and miss out on those opportunities and connections with other people. Rachel, just say it. You hate Kindle. It has no book covers. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably true. I just, I can't say that. You know, I, I uh, don't use Kindle. Yes. <laughs> I do like book covers. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Okay. You're probably going to laugh at mine. It's pro- it probably, people will think, what is she talking about? But I love any type of insight, like analytics, Facebook insights, uh, Instagram insights. And I love them not because I care about the number, all of that stuff. I love them because those insights give this behind the scene glimpse of the other person of the audience that's reading your stuff or looking at your website. If you can get over like all the nitty gritty, like today I only had this many pages and all of that, but you can look at like, wow, they really like this. And this one got a lot of comments or this one got shares or this one was, you know, this was my top post or something like that. That gives you a beautiful glimpse of those that love your, your product or your writing. And it can help you, you know, create content that matches that. And this Pareto's principle is that 80-20. If you can really focus in on the 20% that's producing 80% of your desired outcomes, then you can continue to just crank the pedal to the metal in those areas. So like when Rachel's saying, Fire Nation, that, hey, look at these pages are working. These are resonating with people. You can go ahead and focus more energy, more time on those and start to forget about the other ones that just aren't really clicking like that. And those insights, those analytics can get you there. And Rachel, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Okay, the book that I always recommend, which I love, which I read about 10 years ago, is One Year Off, and it's written by David Cohen. And it is not a business book. It's not a marketing book. It is about a man who decided that he was going to pack up his family and sell everything and travel the world. He just took his only three kids at the time, and then he they went everywhere. They lived in a houseboat in France. They went to Australia. They went to Cambodia. They just experienced the world. And I love it because... That is the type of freedom that I want. And that is the type of freedom that I think we have as entrepreneurs is the freedom to say, you know what, today I'm going to do this. I'm going to work out at Starbucks or I'm going to go take a week off and the money will still keep coming in. And that's why I love that book. It is inspiring in that way to think like, I want to be able to live a life where I have the freedom to do that. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Rachel, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. It is a doozy. (laughs) Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, 
here's my thing. I thought about this and I thought about it and I realized that I would get rid of the phrase, but all you have. And that is a limiting factor that sometimes we look at life and we say, it is a limiting factor. All we have is this. And we think we can only do up to $500 worth. We can only work seven days and we limit ourselves. Just like I tell moms, there should never be just in front of being a mom. So for me, I would eliminate that because then we think I can only do it with this amount. And instead, it's that gratitude. It's like, I got $500. I got seven days. I got myself. I can use this computer. I can use my knowledge. What can I do right now to keep moving myself forward? Mm. Rachel, love your mindsets. Love that abundance mentality. And let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. Then we'll say goodbye. Oh, well, you can connect with me at my website, uh, which is findingjoy.net, or you can find me at facebook.com slash blog, And you can also find me at Twitter with at finding underscore joy. And what's that parting piece of guidance? My parting piece of guidance would really be to not allow limits or fears or any of that stuff to stop you from doing what you're going to need to do. Because the, tr- the truth is you have today and you can choose to live your day fully. And, you know, it's that moment of starting. Do not be afraid to start. Just start, articulate your dream, and go for it. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Rachel and myself today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type Rachel in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with all of her contact information, all the goodies she shared, and even that great little about Minnesota accent. We love it, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for igniting the airwaves today. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, ready to stop with the excuses and launch your podcast? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop and I'll hand you the keys to ignite. Text paradise to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.